Welcome to the Femme Faisant podcast. This is Mia Davis, and I have a new co-host. I'm so excited to welcome her. Yay! Tell us your name. I'm Sam Webster, uh, or Sam Webbs. Sam Webbs? You want to call me Sam Webbs? Samazon? <laughs> Sam? Whatever. I think those are adorable. We'll see what our listeners want to call you. Um, but I, I met Sam sort of online i i saw a discussion going on about this this nasty article shaming those people that that enforce body positive messages yeah uh particularly in larger fat women right saying that we shouldn't be body positive in that regard because it's enforcing unhealthy basically uh, promoting obesity promoting obesity Which, poor health conditions etc yeah. etc et and that's just not the case and i saw this lady <laughs> <laughs> just be all fuck you about it and i'm like you know what i need to be her friend the Facebook need... ranting does actually have positive outcomes sometimes. <laughs> it's not always an, a fight, which is why I usually end up actually biting my tongue a lot. Because I'm like, okay, I really want to say something, but I know that this is just going to be just... I'm going to be fighting a brick wall. Right. Like as, as is the case with online. I mean, people yeah. in in general, people have made up their minds yeah. about how they feel and they're not looking for a debate on that format. And it, I feel like it's a lot different if you talk to somebody in person about it. Oh, much different. But they're willing online, to respect your point of view. They're listening. They just want to listen to you. They don't see you and they don't feel your passion about it no they're very rigid about their they're, own feelings they're just very well whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then they just start insulting you and it goes nowhere yes Un except for this case yeah where i reached out to her and i said i i would like well i i friend requested you and yeah. then i waited like a day yeah <laughs> for my soft <laughs> <laughs> for my soft lure into my <laughs> femme faisant women doing world. Um, so she agreed, and we've been talking for about a month now. Wow. And how to yeah. Okay, I have a really bad sense of time. <laughs> Horrible sense of time. Well, it's taken us some time to rebrand what we're going to do this here and, yeah. and take the old format and sort of update it with commonalities that we both share and directions that we both want to see the podcast right. go in. Right. So our format is going to be beauty, fashion, sex positive, body image, dating, advice, creative projects, self positive, Feminist news and then personal anecdotes will will round us out. All right. Yay! I'm excited. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. But I've always dreamed of you know like because I love talking, and I'm usually the one that at, like at work it's a bunch of women mm -hmm. on the night shift. So we get into some topics because we're the only ones left in the building besides like people in the back. So we're all by ourselves and we just. We have a good old time. Oh, that'll be fun. So, yeah, it, I, I'm the talker out of all of us. Do, so. do they know that you're going to do a podcast yeah, now? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so. Might have some listeners in them. Yeah, I hope so. Some of them. We need our listeners anyway to, to get better in touch with us about our advice. Yeah. So, 
starting this episode and moving forward, we're going to offer incentives for listeners to send us advice. And this could be advice on any of our topics. Beauty, fashion, sex positive, body image, dating, creative projects, self-positivity, or feminist news. Okay. We will, yeah. we will answer them. I have one. That didn't even, uh, this friend didn't even know he was sending me <laughs> something <laughs> for advice, but I, he asked me the question. I'm like, this applies. Yay. I'm going to put it in Come here. <laughs> so, uh, starting it off, beauty. We talked a little bit about the whole Lime Crime thing. Um, they had a really big sale, and I was kind of, I've, I go a little bit overboard with my online makeup shopping because I find so many, like, really cool like indie brands and just different brands that I've seen people talk about but they're they're kind of expensive and I've always been uh, on a budget with makeup so I did like just you know the clearance section at Ulta or you know just the cheaper stuff I could find but I don't even know I think about maybe a year and a half ago I found ColourPop online and they're really inexpensive and really good. So I have spent so much money on that. And it just like opened my world. But I had always heard of Lime Crime. Yeah. And they just had like these really like outrageous like colors. And just everybody loved the formula. And they just always praised it. But then there was some sort of issue that they had. I think it was back in like 2015. Where apparently the owner had been buying bulk from another makeup brand oh so it was like wholesale and she was just rebranding it as lime crime and so people it was it caused a big stink and people were like eh -eh. so i think they've now gone and apologized for that and taken it back over and it's now they've fixed that issue um so they did a um a sale a few weeks ago i think it was a memorial day sale and I ended up buying about $50 worth of makeup. Okay. Did that <laughs> get you five lipsticks or so? I got the lipstick I'm wearing now, which is denim, which... I, and usually I'm a like liquid lipstick wearer, but I ended up buying some of the pearlies. See, they're known more for like their velveteen. Yeah. Which is a liquid lipstick. Well, for me, I know them because I was looking for a metallic lipstick that that was just one stick versus a base a powder and then like a finishing topper yeah so like they are their formula is really good and i actually had gotten some like knockoff lime crime lipstick liquid lipstick through wish and i hated it but then i found out you know of course wish is coming from overseas it's all fake so I was like, well, let me give the actual true lime crime a try. And it's completely different, non-drying. Awesome. It's kind of, it's really awesome for me. It stays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It stays. And, um. Oh, look how cute that, uh, They have the cutest packaging. And there's one that I got that actually looks like a little unicorn vibrator. It does. Um. It actually, looks like a, a unicorn bullet. Yep. It kind of makes me want one. But. It's got an, like an iridescent silhouette of a unicorn on it with stars. And it's it's that purple that you would see at the sex shop. Oh, yeah. But they're, I've actually really, really liked their actual like lipstick. The solid 
um, lipsticks. And the boxes are so cute, too. Yeah. But the pearlies actually really good. The like I've never really known like actual just plain stick lipstick to really stay on and this stuff stays on for like eight hours. Really? Even I, through eating. And I mean, usually at work I'm cramming my face and <laughs> like it stays on, so I use Bite Beauty lipstick for a vibrant color mm -hmm. and a staying powder and it's got that velour creamy texture too so it doesn't dry out my my lips yeah because there are other brands that maybe it'll stay all day but by the end of the day you look like you've been smoking from a crack pipe because it yeah you know you could see your skin like <laughs> peeling layers back as the day goes and on and that's how i feel with certain color pop shades that i have really but they've changed their formula so many times it's kind of hard to know which formula is which whenever you're just like deciding oh. which one to put on because I have like, oh, I know I have at least 50 ColourPop liquid lipsticks. It's a little overboard. Um, but there's some that you'll have it just around the border of your lips. Oh, yeah. And then like bleeding out and it's like, oh. Yeah, that's an unfortunate look. <laughs> you look in the mirror and you're like, whoa, how long have I been like this? Great. I'm going to have to get me some Lime Crime. There is a $5 off code for, I think it's your first order through the link. I'll have to put that on the blog, which oh, we did not mention. We did not mention the blog. Good segue, Sam. I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah. The blog. With the new re-envisioning, um, I thought it would be kind of neat to have like a blog to go along with the podcast, so that way... Stuff that we talk about, maybe stuff we don't talk about, just maybe even me just, oh my God, I found this really cool thing. Check it out. Right. Because- Our thoughts. Yeah. There's some things I find and I'm like, I don't have anybody to share this with, so I will share it with you. But yeah, it'll just be on the blog. Yeah. I'll put the Lime Crime link um, on the blog. If you decide you want to try it, I think there's still some stuff on sale too. The really, really good sales over with, but um, they should- probably be having some other yeah I'm sure there's gonna be a fourth of July sale oh yeah oh yeah I never realized how many big like sales that makeup brands have for these holidays oh yeah even when a movie comes out like let's say Wonder Woman just came yeah. out I have no doubt that there is a makeup brand right now that has a Wonder Woman makeup line with their with the red and Walgreens. blue colors really Walgreens has a complete Wonder Woman like makeup set Interesting. I think even brushes. And I think it wasn't for the movie, but I think a few years ago, Mac actually did a Wonder Woman collection. Oh, cool. I've seen, I've seen I've Rocky Horror Picture it. Show. Yes. I've seen, um, actually, a lot of my makeup came from the Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yeah. Which brand was that? It wasn't Urban Decay. No. I think it was. Or was it? I think it was Urban Decay. It might have been. Because I didn't see the movie, honestly. Yeah. But I saw those colors there, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm all about yeah, this. It might have been Urban Decay. I think it was, but they they made everything look pastel for Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So it, in my mind, those colors are way muted down. Yeah. But anyway, so there will be something soon, and we will let you know on the blog. Yes. All right. Next topic, fashion. Woo. So there's a few things going on right now in the world of fashion, especially in where body image comes into play so that we'll touch on body image more detailed in a few topics but as far as fashion goes old navy now this is an ongoing battle oh it is ongoing because 
Man, in the 90s, Old Navy having plus-size clothing was huge. It's like, all right, finally, this brand that, you know, I've been wearing now has plus-size clothing available in stores and online. And they went up to, like, a a 22 at first, and then a 24, and then a 26, and I don't know what they're up to right now. By the time that I started shopping their plus-size in-store, and even knew about it, uh, they were already up to, I think, well, it was going to a 4X, but I'm not sure if their 4X was a 2628 or a 2830. But I know when they took them out of the stores, wah, wah, <laughs> they were going up to a 30. So they were pretty much my go-to. And until recently, they still were my go-to for clothes that actually fit. Like everything, I, I didn't worry about the length of anything because it pretty much all fit. Because I'm tall, I have a problem finding. Mm-hmm. I have the opposite problem. Uh, yeah. I'm short. So Old Navy sleeves and pant legs are too long for me. See, and I would, because I used to shop at Lane Bryant and I would get talls from Lane Bryant that worked perfect. Then all of a sudden, I tried on some tall jeans at Lane Bryant, and they were like folded underneath my feet. I did not shrink. I actually grew. So I don't know who who's wearing these tall jeans. I'm six foot. These for six foot five women. How many of them are there? And why are you selling them? But I mean, and the price of jeans anywhere else were so expensive. When I could go to Old Navy and get a pair on clearance usually or on sale and it'd be like 30 bucks mm-hmm. and then prices started rising and then it'd be like oh jeans for the whole family on sale 50% off then excludes excludes plus maternity and clearance mm-hmm. so even the bigger guys theirs were the big sizes for them still on sale for the ladies nope that's still got to pay full price and what i I, know, I don't understand is they have up to a 2X in the straight sizes that are still in store. Mm-hmm. So technically, you're still offering some plus sizes. And actually, I've seen plenty of people who are larger than a 2X wear the 2Xs and it fits fine. Old Navy has really, really all over the place sizing. It's pretty liberal. Because I've gotten some 4Xs that fit really well or kind of actually drapey and fit great then I've gotten other forexes where I feel like I'm stuffed in a like sausage roll Mm -hmm. so they've got up to a 2x in store and everything else that's plus size all online but a 2x in store will be like ten dollars cheaper than a 2x online plus size I think that's an in-store thing across the board because they want to get rid of inventory that is taking up shelves versus an online but even the 2Xs online, if it's in the straight size section, it's cheaper than the 2Xs in the plus size section. Then, yes, there needs to be, there needs to be a universal yeah. sort of thing there. Because it, it's the old thing of, well, you're using more fabric and it takes longer to create plus sizes. Not really. I can see there's being, there's more fabric than let's say a size 10. Yeah. But also you have to consider all the cutout. Yeah when you make a clothes from a, a yard yeah. of fabric, how much of that is waste? Yeah. So you have to consider percentage of waste that's that's being there. 
when something on sale, it's got to be on sale. Yeah. So Old Navy is not getting love from the fat community. No. And I even emailed them whenever oh, snap. Whenever they first took the plus sizes out of the store. I was like, why did you do this? Because you have such a following in the fat community because you actually offer sizes that all these other retailers that say, oh, we're a plus size shop. You can come here and find clothes. And then it stops at a 22 or a 24. And it's like, well, what about the bigger people? And not even a tight fit. Oh, yeah. Or it doesn't even look good on you because yeah. it's, it's just a shape that's meant for, it's, you know. It, they take basically a smaller size and they translate it just to a bigger size, but they don't take into consideration the body shapes are different. Right. Then you have something that may be on the label your size. And when you put it on, you're like, this is not working. <laughs> Absolutely. You obviously do not know who you're designing for. Right. So Old Navy really, it was like, oh, godsend that they went up to a size yeah, 30. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that at that time was just unheard of, especially in that price range. Right. And then they responded back and, and they, they were, were like, cute. Yes. They were cute. They were cute clothes. You didn't look like you were going to like somebody's church in the backwoods, you know, with a big brim hat. Like most plus size retailers in that size yeah. at that time were, you know, giving, offering. They responded back and they basically said, oh, well, we just weren't getting enough response. Not enough people were shopping in store for the plus sizes. Well, that's because nobody knew. There are still people now that don't know that Old Navy ever carried plus-size women's clothes in store because they never, ever actually advertised it. Like, even when you went in the store, it was always shoved to the back, right before mm -hmm. the clearance section, right at the baby stuff. Mm -hmm. There was no sign. Like, it's just off to the wayside. You always found great stuff and great clearance stuff. But they just, they didn't advertise, so they didn't get the people coming in the store, and it killed it. But that's their fault. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, when you, when I, at least, when I want to shop for clothes, I want to try it on. Oh, make yeah. sure that it does look on me. Because I'm looking to see, does the sleeve go around my arm? Yeah. Does the neckline really droop and give me a mile of cleavage? Or where does it hit me on my neck? Yeah. Because that's another thing. A lot of plus size fashion ads will airbrush the line of cleavage on the models, mm -hmm. which is not fair to do. I mean, I understand they don't want something to be vulgar or whatever on their catalog. However, I kind of want to know how much cleavage I'm going to be right. putting out there if I'm shopping for something that's work appropriate or, you know, yeah. a play date or whatever. Yeah. It's not going to be a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Because I don't mind showing off my girls. No. But I just want to know. Put them out there every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but and also the you want to feel the fabric so yeah you know you how the fabric the, if there's stretch to it yeah or if it's like no give at all because yeah. that's one thing that i have to like make sure i like read on descriptions of items before i buy them like because i cannot do chiffon like anything that does not stretch that's a no because <laughs> i'm gonna feel like that guy in a little suit like that yeah you need you want some flexibility i need to be able to move my wings need to be able to, you know, <laughs> flap and... Well, and let's go on to Ashley Nell Tipton for JCPenney. Yes. Plus size designer that got her fame from Project Runway. I used to be a big Project 
runway fan, I, I kind of lost. Yeah. Uh, me and yeah. my college roommates, we would like have Project Runway parties and just that's what we had to watch. I bet those were everybody. fun. Yes. I'm yes. mad I missed out on those. <laughs> I met you too late. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't know Ashley Nell Tipton from Project Runway. I didn't see her season. But I saw, I've seen the ads for JCPenney. Yeah. Um, I, I've been meaning to go to JCPenney myself and go and try these some clothes yeah. on. I have a more goth look than she does, but I can still mix and match she some has pieces. Some really cute stuff. She has, she has some cute pieces for sure. Like, she has that yellow, that bright yellow moto jacket. Yes, but yeah, did, I'll me some did of that. you see the kind of sheer floral bomber jacket? Yeah. Yeah. I want it so much. It yeah. does not come in my size on the website. I, I need to go to JCPenney and check this out. It It's supposed to go up to a 5X. Like, all of her clothing line is supposed to go up to a 5X. I'm not sure if every piece actually does, but I know um, that I have seen pieces before, which her stuff goes fast. It goes really fast. But yeah, she's I checked been, it online, and it's like they're constantly resupplying stuff, the a, a lot of stuff, like every few months. So she got a good contract from what it looks like to me. Yeah, yeah. And I actually knew about her before Project Runway, and we're actually Facebook friends. Get the fuck out. Yeah, because her, one of her best friends I was friends with before that on Facebook, and a bunch of other, like, Tumblr, and we met through Tumblr, and I saw Ashley on Tumblr, and she, the first thing I ever saw that she had put out was this sequin, like, rose gold sequin oh, shift I love dress, gold. like, t-shirt shift dress thing. Oh, my God. It was, like, it blew up Tumblr. Like, everybody was like, I want this dress. It's so cute. Oh, my God. It's, it was, it was beautiful, and... But it was like something that you could wear every day because it was a t-shirt dress, basically. Mm -hmm. Just really sparkly, which is like her. She's like a, she's like a unicorn. Like her With little... her violet hair. Yes. You, can you find a picture of, of that dress I will, and put it on the blog? I will try to because it's really old, but um, I'll try to find some of her older stuff. She makes incredible clothes. I think she was 20 two or 23 whenever she first got started really because she's only in like her mid-20s and i'm just amazed at the stuff that she has put out it's cool 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 i'm excited cool. about it yeah i'm a little bit ashamed to see the comments on her instagram feed yeah there is a whole lot of shaming going on oh yeah on her instagram shame on you people for posting stuff like that what the fuck do you care who's selling stuff at jc penny and and what their message is. I mean, does it affect you at all? Haters gotta hate. I mean, that's, that's what it is. Like, anytime anyone does anything, good or bad, like, there's always gonna be a group of people who just have to poo-poo on it. Like, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. I see it all the time. And You're those not are, lying. Yeah. It's, and those are the ones that I want to say something to and be like, what is your issue? Yeah, what but is I your know suit? that I'm gonna be screaming at a brick wall, so that's when I bite my tongue, <laughs> and it kills me because it builds up. Next topic is sex positive. So, uh, with this new branding, let's just define what slut shaming is for our listeners. Okay. So, my example is that let's say I'm at a convention 
and I have on a cause I'm like cosplaying somebody uh, a female icon yeah and I've got pantyhose on and booty shorts and a tutu and a leotard right and I got a wig on probably and, yeah. and my makeup all done and I step out of my hotel room to go to the con and somebody says you look like a slut you need to change or put some pants on or something yeah. like that that is that is one example of slut shaming what it doesn't matter what i came out of my hotel room looking like yeah why would you instill your own value onto me that's your value I, give us an example of how you were defining it basically the same way i mean anytime that a woman decides to and it really doesn't even have to be like showing a lot of skin like it could just be that maybe she has a low-cut dress on or it might not even be a low-cut dress it might just be that she has big boobs so yeah naturally her boobs are out there and she's showing cleavage but it could just be like a crew neck mm -hmm. t-shirt right and i mean people are like you know staring and uh you know making comments just pushing yeah. judgment for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And it's like, why do you have to wear that? Or if somebody decides they want to wear, you know, six-inch heels. Well, why do you have to wear the six-inch heels? You look like a hooker. And another facet of slut-shaming is is the more sexual kind. Yeah. If you know that a woman, let's say in the, in the dating aspect, if a woman has been with more than a certain number of people, yeah. she's off of your list. You're not going to date her. Or if it's somebody who, let's say, doesn't really date a lot but you know why they're not going to be celibate just because they don't no. have a lot of like you know they don't maybe they don't have time to have like an actual boyfriend or a dating life or mm. anything like that do you expect them just to become a nun like i mean guys go out and they have sex with whoever whenever you know and they get praised and you know the stereotypical guy yeah yeah and women they become sluts right why why are we considered a slut for basically being empowered and independent and knowing what we want and doing what we want That's i mean right. shopping for sex toys wearing what i want to wear being outspoken in the bedroom yeah having a fuck buddy yeah or you maybe know. you don't want a commitment to somebody you still want to have sex <laughs> I mean, you gotta get your it off somehow. Life is your sex life. I mean, it's <laughs> you gotta. Oh my god! I mean, you've got to be able to take care of yourself. Like to me, that's what it boils down to. You're taking care of yourself. Your sexual health is part of your well-being. Mm -hmm. Your overall wellness. Yeah. Holding it all in just because you don't want to be called a slut—that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And then push, passing judgment on others is yeah. also ridiculous. Yeah. So our message is that we want to put out there is to stop slut shaming. Don't do it to yourself. And it happens. And then don't do it to somebody else. Right. And it happens more so, I think, women doing it to other women. Oh, absolutely. A lot of people tr like to say that it's the men that call women slut. No, I think more more men understand the mentality of women like that, like us, like, you know, somebody who is empowered in their sexuality because typically men are more empowered in their sexuality. That's just stereotypically part of being a man. But women 
I think a lot of it is the women who are afraid of their sexuality are the ones that say, well, she's a slut. Because yeah, you're right. They, they... The ones that pass the judgment. And this goes across other platforms. Too. Oh, yeah. I mean, other topics, but... Oh, yeah. If you're passing judgment on somebody else... To the point where you're vocal about it, especially you're you're voicing your own insecurity. the insecurity, your own insecurity yeah. that you're putting out there. So we all women, we need to come together and yes, and focus on our strengths. We need to go back to girl power. <laughs> Let's please not spell spell it G R R R L. That that just really annoys me. It's <laughs> a pet peeve of mine. I'm a woman. I'm not a girl. Girl. <laughs> The only time I'm okay with that, if it's like Riot Girl or something that's like really punk rock, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Valid point. So I came across an article about Bukaki parties. Did you read this article? I sent it to you. Yeah. Did you get a chance to read yeah. it? Yeah. Well, I, I skimmed over it, but I was like. <laughs> you got the general idea. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so um, it's written by Rebel Circus, and it's inside the world of ejaculate parties. It was written by... Or interview the the person interviewed was Sarah Jane. I don't know. You know, I, it's not a real name. Oh, so. I know, I know. But she's yeah, her porn star name. I think so. Sarah Jane. I think. Anyway, this blog, this um, Rebel Circus article is going to be on our blog anyway, so you can read it there. Uh, so she was interviewed and talked about how great bukkake parties are, and what did you think when you were skimming through it? The one thing that really caught my attention was <laughs> that she was saying that with makeup, uh, that more is always best. <laughs> and I was like, really? She's like, you have to, you know, maybe throw on some extra hairspray. Yeah, you got to really like get it set in there. So that way it stays on throughout the night because it's going to go everywhere. And I was just like. Good tip. Good tip. Stock up on some setting spray if you decide to get into this. Well, her her point with the makeup was that put a law on so that it runs. Yeah. Because the people watching. That's one are, of the. That's the, part of like the. Part of the draw yeah. is the. Oh, yeah, her makeup is running. running. She's getting nasty. She looks like a raccoon that's been crying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. That turns me on, too. So. Um, the article was kind of kind of meh for yeah. me. She was very, it was very pandering to the porn industry. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, let's not glorify. It was, it was almost like a how-to list. It, <laughs> it kind of looked like a WikiHow article because <laughs> it, it, it was like point by point. It had like a little image, and then here's a little paragraph letting let's you. Let's know. break this up with images for our readers. Let's make this really simple for you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, talking about how the guys, oh, the guys are nice. They help me clean up. They give me a massage before. They help me clean up after. And I'm thinking, no, the fuck they don't. Are you fucking I, kidding me? I don't know. Some of them probably, the gentlemanly ones. But you know not every guy there is. No, no. No. Because you're going to always have an asshole that's like, Oh, absolutely. Okay, we're done. <sighs> yeah. And not every bukkake party is like the greatest weekend of your life. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a little maybe skewed. Yeah, skewed yeah, toward little. the porn industry there. But 
I don't know. But I'm not gonna go to a bukkake party. I did. Yeah, no. I did want to read it for the tips. Like, wear, I mean, that's wear the cheap are... makeup. Put the cheap ma- the non waterproof mascara on. Yeah. Put the hairspray on because when your makeup runs, it'll all run together. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I guess too because you know I am like. The makeup obsessed queen. Yeah, that that's just the part that really I was like. So don't wear your oh. lime crime that day. Yeah, let let's stay away from all the like super great staying power. No. Um, yeah. You want to wear your Walgreens best <laughs> at that party. Moving right along, let's define body positivity. See, that's a tricky one. Well, I'm not gonna say tricky. Because to me, I think it's very simple. It is so simple that it's tricky. Yes, it, it's people make it way more complex than it should be. Basically, body positivity, what it should be and what it's supposed to be is basically accepting everybody and everybody's body for what it is. Particularly your own. Yes, particularly your own. It's meant to be where every person has the right to do with their body what they want to do and you don't have the right to judge them or tell them what to do you should just be supportive now there's going to be instances where if they're harming their body then okay like you know you want to show concern you don't so <sighs> it I'm does get a little go tricky. Th- it does get a little tricky. I'm going to go through some subcategories. Okay. So a woman is fat and she is proud to be fat. That's body positive. Yes. Somebody has tattoos all over their body and they're proud to show their tattoos and talk about them. Yes. Body positive. Someone is skinny and is proud of their form. Great. Yes. Body positive. Somebody has one leg and isn't afraid to wear shorts and show their prosthesis. Yes. Body positive. A transgender. Yeah. People going through a, a sex change transition and being activist about it and, and showing their, their transformation as time goes on when they're going through the hormone therapy and the surgeries. That's body positive as well. Women who've had mastectomies. Um, yes. You know. Older women, like absolutely, that are you know proud of their shape, mm-hmm. you know. different ethnicities. Yes, white women, black women, anything, Japanese women, anything. A- it's Maori your body. Women. <laughs> women wearing a hijab because it's their yeah. culture. It's anything. all body positive. Yeah. So many people try to. I mean, you've got the different sectors where you've got people who poo-poo body positivity because they think that it's you know, glorifying obesity when... Mm-hmm. I can see you, why they think that. I can honestly I see why they think that. Because they've grew up, grown up in a society where if you are fat, it is because you overeat at every meal. It's because you never exercise. It's because you have diabetes. It's because you have high cholesterol. And no, it's not the case yeah. every time. Because it's so been open dri- your mind. Yeah, it's been drilled into us as a society that fat always equals unhealthy and lazy mm-hmm. like there's no way that somebody who is fat can possibly be healthy can't possibly be healthy they don't date no they no don't. god no. No, we, no, no we don't have dates they don't have sex. We, 
we sit at home, stuff our faces, and watch That's TV. That's all we do. Which, we not going to say that I don't do a lot of, <laughs> but I do other things, too. I definitely have my nights where I have my oh, yeah. nachos and my beer. Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting in front of the TV. But generally speaking, you would not consider me a lazy person. Right. I mean, and I don't have high cholesterol. I don't have high blood pressure. I do exercise. I do watch what I eat for the most part. Yeah. And they... There's so many different, like, there's actually a bunch of overweight, I don't really like using the term overweight, but fat people that have health problems that have made them fat. That's part of the reason why I'm fat. I had it's a harder to lose yeah, weight. I had a pituitary tumor and developed Cushing's disease, which causes excess cortisol, which causes you to gain weight, which also causes you to be able to not lose weight easy. Mm-hmm. Like it's extremely difficult, especially because I still have a secreting pituitary tumor. So it's like, what do you do? I mean, right. I'm going to be fat. So and every time I put my workout clothes on and I jog or walk in my own neighborhood, somebody shouts out their car window something ugly. Oh, yeah. Every time. Every oh, yeah. time. That's not necessary. No. In fact, it's actually pretty fucking stupid because I'm fucking exercising. Yeah. People will be like, oh, that bitch needs to go to the gym. Then they see her at the gym and they're like, I don't want to see that bitch here. What? Look at that fat jiggling. Yeah. Well, what do you want us to do? Yeah. Oh, oh and let's get, not get started on the athletic companies, uh, athletic apparel companies yeah. that get bashed for having plus size clothing. Right. Well, like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, Reebok's going up to, I think, like a 5X now. Uh-huh. And, um,. Like, Fabletics started carrying plus sizes. I mean... Which I love. I love me some Fabletics. I used to work for... Well, just Fab. Okay. You can probably tell me some story. Mm-hmm. But there's also, with body positivity, there's also a thing in the fat community where fat women are just kind of over thin women not having that same struggle. Yeah. And so they turn around and they skinny shame them. And that's that's not okay. It's no. Just, it's Let's just not... all be happy for yeah. each other and point out each other's strengths and weaknesses. It's... And maybe you could say, hey, could you come to me with the gym sometime? I yeah. see that you're fit. I like your shoulders. Can yeah. you give me some moves? Yeah. Like, it's really... And that's going to make you a happier person. Yeah. We need to start... Because there's there's a, an upset between the fat and the skin. Because... There's the fat shaming, and then the skinny people want to say, well, you're skinny shaming. And instead of just working together to not shame anybody at all, it's just a back and forth war Mm -hmm. where they're just battling each other, saying, stop shaming me. Well, you stop shaming me. Well, why not just stop? Mm -hmm. Just be nice to each other. Love each other. That's what I want. Yes. Uh, Well, let's talk about Allie Raceman. Uh, She's a gymnast. She was in the Olympics on the gymnast team. She was at the airport and somebody recognized her at the airport. She tweeted about this and it's actually been taken down from Twitter. Um, Sam just just cocked her head at me. Um, God, I love the Twitter and Instagram and Facebook policing. So, so some guy said to her, what's the matter with you or something like that. I don't know the direct quote because it's been taken down. But he said, I don't see any muscles on your body anymore. And so she posted a picture of herself at the airport and tweeted it. Like, it doesn't matter what I look like. Yeah. It's about how I feel. Yeah. And and then a body positive message about, it doesn't matter what you look like either. Whether you're 
fat, fit, black, white, or whatever. We're all human. We're all human. Be happy with who you are. Yeah. Which is exactly the mindset that people need to have. But in having that mindset, people don't have anything to complain about. If everybody was like, we are, you know, we're just human. We're people. We should, you know, care about ourselves, care about everybody else. Help each other. Help each Be other. Be a community. Do the, if we do that, there's no conflict, which people thrive off of. So, I really... <laughs> I thrive off of a happy hippie community. I do, too. Like, I, I want peace and love. I am a hippie at heart. But not everybody wants to be that way some no. people like to just be assholes it's true because they're not happy people yeah they're not happy people so they don't want to have happiness around them they want misery loves company that's true on to dating sam and i are at different points in our completely different dating <laughs> spectrum you want to talk about yours or should i talk about mine you could go first. okay so where i am in dating is I am divorced. I've been divorced for uh, 10 months or so and separated for a lot longer than that. Um, we have a child together, so I have to co-parent with ex-husband. And then I am also in a relationship where we just celebrated a year anniversary and some change. And it's a good, Yay. I mean, it, I'm happy in my relationship. I consider it stable. I consider it very long term. Yeah. You know, I en- envision myself with him forever. So I'm not Aww. I'm not like Aww. looking, you yeah. know. I'm not yeah. I'm not on the dating scene. Yeah. Is my point. And I am the complete opposite. I I am like perpetually single. <laughs> perpetually. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm using that right, but I think I am. <laughs> We're like you didn't say eternally. No, <sighs> you do want forever alone. <laughs> you I are ju- looking. Yes, I'm looking, but I'm not. I'm not pushing it. Like I'm happy being alone. I'm Good. an only child, so I'm used to being alone. Like I like my alone time. And honestly, every time a relationship has ended, it's because I've gotten really tired of them being so clingy and like always around, and they just started annoying me. <laughs> Which sounds horrible when I say it out loud, but it makes sense in my mind. Like, that's my weeding out process. Like, if I can be around you and you don't annoy me the majority of the time, then we probably have something. Um, I like that you you said most of the time. You're leaving a, a little oh, yeah. window for somebody I'm get to annoyed. annoy you some of the time, and I, that is true. I mean, I'm going to get annoyed yeah. because... People are going to be around when you don't want them to be around. Mm-hmm. If Especially used... if you're sharing the same space. Yeah. If you're used to being somebody who is usually by themselves. Like, mm-hmm. I've just always been a very independent person. I don't need to have people around. I don't need to have a boyfriend. To Ugh. That's a part of it, too. Like, I hate, I see so many women that are like, they constantly have to have a boyfriend. Absolutely. And I'm like, why do you feel like you need to have this man to validate you? Like, go out, have fun. Do you. Gotta you. Be, you have to be a happy individual. Yeah, you have to. You don't necessarily have to be an independent individual. I personally think that, I mean, I know that that helped me yeah. find true love. Yeah. But don't settle. Yeah. Oh, if you God, are, no. if you're desperate in the dating scene, then you're going to settle. Yes, you will settle. And I know way too many people that have done that and they have 
the relationships that are just a constant, okay, well, I'm with this person for a few months. Oh, we're in love. Oh, crap. No, we're not. Okay, on to the next one. And it's like a couple weeks later, just new one, same cycle. And I'm like, I I just, for one, I don't want to have to break up with somebody that often. Because that's just terrible. Breaking up is an awful thing. I am terrible at it. I'm okay with that. I think I'm pretty good at it. I think I say, this isn't like, this this isn't isn't working. working. (laughs) We're in two different places in our life. We're, this is, yeah. This is going to be as simple as it, as it can be. And it's not a knock on who you are as a person, but we are not good together. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm like on all the dating apps pretty much. And I go back and forth between deleting them and reinstalling them because I get bored. And I'm like, well, let's see. And the mess. Well, plus, having them, you get the greatest messages. I'm going to, I swear I'm going to compile them. Maybe I'll make that part of the blog, like have like. We'll definitely talk about it next episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk into it more in depth about the struggles you go through. Oh, gosh. And if, I mean, I'll talk about my relationship and my struggles yeah. with my ex-husband, too. Yeah. I don't particularly have anything of note right now, but yeah. just you wait, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in because you'll get plenty of great, <laughs> great stories. Um, <laughs> and then if you're struggling with dating, we want to hear from you. Yeah. Which moves us to the advice. So, did you see this comic strip yeah. that my friend sent me? Okay. So, I'm going to try to describe it, and you can put this up on the blog, too. Okay. This is this is one still from what you can see is a, a comic strip. Uh, a man in coattails is dancing with a woman in an evening gown. And <laughs> she has a lot to say here. Yes, She's, she does. <laughs> her, her word bubble says... Perhaps women wear low necklines to filter out the gentlemen from the dogs. Those few who can still manage eye contact, even in the presence of breasts, like these might actually have some potential. Basically saying, I'm going to wear a low-cut gown to test you. Yeah. To test whether or not you're looking, making eye contact with me or you're watching my titties. And he, all he says is, woof. So... If she's trying to separate the men from the dogs, she's not. Uh, he's getting getting eliminated. Yeah. So the question that my friend said is, "There any truth to this?" And I said, "Fuck no." Yeah, I think that I think her mentality is very conniving. Like any man, any man, especially if they're interested in you, they they go take a look. They, yeah, women <laughs> take look. I That's what I was gonna if say. If I saw somebody that had really nice cleavage, I'd be like, "Damn, yeah, I wish my boobs looked that good." Absolutely, women <laughs> women are gonna look and men are gonna look. If so it's, am if I it's an eye catching thing. Woof woof. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but but here's here's all what I also said. Like, if I am wearing a t shirt and somebody wants to check me out they're gonna check me out whether yeah. i'm wearing a t-shirt or whether i'm wearing something low cut so it's it's not about what i'm wearing no that no. would not be a viable reason to like separate the men from the dogs yeah i worry about how i'm treated that's how i separate yeah because you could be wearing a business suit and Absolutely. they could be like you got a nice ass i mean yeah it's, it's not it's, it's not, not about, about what i'm wearing no so good question and if you want to send us your questions, we're going to enter you into a pool to win something as an incentive. 
Um, we're going to model it after subscription services. So we're calling it... And <laughs> way too many. Sam is a pro, so she's going to help us out in that regard. We're going to call it the Equalitote. Yes. Because we're all about equality and including yes. everybody. So, yeah, send us your questions. Send us, please, I'd like to keep track of them on our Twitter. At Femfazon on Twitter. F-E-M-M-E-S. F-A-I-S-A-N-T. Thank you very much. So our final topic today is going to be talking about or urging you to change your self-talk. Yeah. Um, that's important to us in relating to our messages that we've been talking about all episode and we will continue to <laughs> every episode is caring about how you talk to yourself. Yeah. It's going to change your overall happiness. It's going to change how you treat others. It's, just, it's going to change your lifestyle. Yeah, just having a positive outlook in general. You'll just be able to handle all the tough times that much better. Mm -hmm. And also... And you're going to go through this, the tough times. I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's going to be a fix-all and you'll never be sad again or anything yeah. like that. You'll have times where you it's going to be hard, but the more positivity that you keep in your life, it's going to help you get through those times even better than you would imagine. And it would it spills over to the people around you. It absolutely does. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it happen. I used to be one of those people that I would look in the mirror and see the terrible, you know, and it, it would it would ruin my day. Yeah. So then I would be closed off. Maybe I would cancel my plans at night because yeah. I didn't feel like going out. And, and, you know, it just filtered. Yeah to a mess of crap yeah and the more that you just start seeing the positive and you know maintaining that the happier you become and the happier the people around you it there it's no lie surround yourself with positive people mm -hmm. because that is what will bring you up and lift you up mm -hmm. excellent message to end on yes thank you for listening and we look forward to bringing you more episodes we're going to do this monthly and Femme Faison, this is our flagship podcast, uh, also on our network. Femme Faison, by the way, means women doing. So the network is chock full of other podcasts that I run. Everybody Eats, which is also monthly, Out of Our Skull, which is twice a month. Um, and then some randomly we have Rogue Podcasts, too. When you're aching to hear my voice, and it's not time for another you know you episode... <laughs> You can listen to my other stuff um, on Stitcher, TuneIn, iTunes, SoundCloud. It's all going to be under the Femme Faison umbrella. Stop binge watching Netflix and binge podcasting. <laughs> that <laughs> didn't come out as suave <laughs> as I planned. You know that you have to clean up your house or your car or something like that. So when you're doing that, put us on. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, listeners. And thank you, Sam. Woo! All right. Until next time. Bye. Much love.